This is the happy hour. You guys want the happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hey everybody, happy Thursday. Welcome into the happy hour. It is I, Rico, leading the way as Nick is on a vacation with his family out at the Calamus Reservoir, probably getting sunburnt right about now. That's usually what he's really good at when he goes on vacation. So when he comes back, nobody tell him if his face is peeling. He loves that. Um, but it is I, Rico, joined by my now forever co-host, Austin Orman. Austin, how are you on this wonderful Thursday? Still great. Glad to be back with you. Fantastic. We got done with an hour of, of water cooler action. Now it's time for an hour of happy hour action here on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Join us on the Starter Heyman Jewelers live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, like, subscribe, uh, share the post, do do everything that you have to do to to send more people in our direction because we would love that. It would be very nice of you to do that. And because we are about to talk about some Dylan Riola as the Georgia commit son of Nebraska great Dominic Riola is headed to his fourth high school in four years. Playing. Fourth and three. He didn't four. even play Pinnacle. Well, he's he's so he's going to his fourth and four, but his third team he's going to play for mm. in four years. Yes. As he transferred from whatever high school he was at before to Pinnacle High School after the season, has been doing workouts, but he was going to be um, he wasn't able to play in the first five games due to the transfer rules of uh, Arizona high schools. So they were looking for a place where he'd be able to play right away. And after he commits to Georgia, why not move to the state? And play for a a nationally ranked um, high school in Buford High School uh, down in Buford, Georgia, as as that is where Dylan Riola is going. Do you have a problem with this? Is this does this show anything for Dylan Riola? Is this like a lack of commitment or anything? And again, I'm not saying that it is. I'm not saying that oh, you, this guy's obviously going to enter the portal after after a year or two at Georgia. I'm not saying that. I'm asking. You guys, the listeners, I'm asking Austin, 402-464-5685, Honda Lincoln Hotline, Starter Heyman Text Line. Don't be scared to chime in. What do you think of Dylan Riola leaving the state of Arizona and heading to Georgia, uh, where he will be calling, playing his college ball and playing for a high school in Georgia for his final season? I will say, first off, I understand it. It makes sense. I mean, you're going to be, what, half an hour, 45 minutes down the road from Athens. So to be closer to your college coach, uh, they can have, you know, simpler contact with you. You can probably learn more, uh, probably better peer recruiting there. I'm, I'm sure this was something Georgia wanted too. That's a talent rich part of the state. And you to can have go watch practices. Oh, you can absolutely every day. Um, so I, I wouldn't be shocked to know that Georgia helped push for this. I think it does them and Dylan Rayola a lot of good for him to be there. It's just still very weird for me to think of transfer and high school because it just feels very at least collegiate, if not kind of free agent professionally mm -hmm. in the high school ranks. And I, I get if it's one thing if you're going, you know, from, you know, private school to public school or vice versa within the city that you live in. Mm -hmm. Or if you, you know, move across town and you have to transfer school districts. That's what I think of when I think of high school transfer, not, 
hey, excuse me, one high school in Arizona, moved away, came back to Arizona, eventually going to a different high school. No, just kidding, commits to Georgia. Now we're going to move to Georgia just for the football career. Mm-hmm. All I can say is I hope for his family it's worth it and he lives up to the hype because don't forget he has a younger brother. Mm-hmm. I, I don't love, I don't again, I don't know the setup. I wouldn't love keeping younger brother somewhere and older brother somewhere else. I, I think that Dylan Raiola has had a lot you know, on his plate for a long time now. It comes to the territory of being the number one overall recruit in a high school class. So it makes sense. But for as grown up and as adult as he seems in a lot of ways, as many adult responsibilities are on his plate, he's still a kid. Yeah. He's still, what, 18 years old? 17, 18. 17, 18. Will be 19 maybe when he comes into college. That's a lot for a young man. No matter how good a head he has on his shoulders, no matter how good his support system is, mm-hmm. it just feels like a lot. So I get it. It might be the best move for his professional future, and I hope for his sake it works out. But every time I see a story like this, I just worry that kids aren't being kids. This isn't like kind of like you mentioned where, you know, your family moved somewhere, your your mom or your dad got a job and you had to move. And, you know, dad was working at an engineering factory in Arizona and all of a sudden got a got a job in Georgia. So you had to move there. Um, No, this is this is strictly for him. This is strictly Mm -hmm. for his high school and his collegiate career. And as you said, his pro career. And as you said, we're not sure exactly what the family is going to do. Not sure if he's going to stay with a host family in Georgia or if mom or dad is going to move with him uh, to Georgia and live in an apartment or something. I don't know exactly Mm -hmm. what's going on there. But my thought is younger brother is going to stay in Arizona. Younger brother is going to stay at Pinnacle and play mm-hmm. on that that JV team as he's a sophomore, a sophomore mm-hmm. play on that JV team or maybe maybe he takes over the varsity spot maybe you know there was a cryptic tweet by Dylan Raiola a couple of weeks ago where he said uh it's your turn now or the future is yours or something and he tagged his little brother in it maybe that's what he meant he's like hey you're going to take over the varsity spot here in Arizona and then go on to do great things i'm i'm going on i'm moving over to Georgia it is a very strange move but as you said i get it in terms of uh, for the Georgia coaching staff, I'm sure Buford runs something similar to what Georgia runs. He's going to be surrounded by um, a, a five-star safety that they're trying to get, a five-star linebacker in next year's class that they already have committed. There's a five-star defense vent and another five-star linebacker at that school. It's a nationally ranked school, one of the best schools in the nation. So you put him there and he gets to play against like talent. Mm-hmm. This is also probably something that Georgia wants to see. How does he perform when he has, you know, these athletes around him or these athletes going against him. So it's kind of like a proving ground. I don't think that they're going to, you know, back off of the commitment of the number one player in the country, but this is something that they'll be able to look at and say, okay, um, this is exactly what we're getting with Dylan Raiola. And, you know, maybe there's a couple of things that they they might have to tweak or some players they might have to, to, to target in order to get him. But, um, there's also something that I guess I just thought about right now. At Pinnacle High School, the the starting tight end is committed to USC. Hmm. He's going to play baseball and football at USC. And maybe there was some some talks between the two and maybe he's like, "Hey, you know, if you do decommit from Georgia, if you're thinking, <laughs> you know, it's right there." It's, it's, and George's like, no, 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 get him out of there. Yeah, Leave. It's a, it's a short drive. It's not, well, I don't know about short, but it's shorter <laughs> than Georgia. You know, your parents are going to have to get on a red-eye flight to go watch <laughs> your games on a, on a, on a Saturday. They're going to have to get on a red-eye on Friday to just watch you play on Saturday. So, I don't, you know, maybe this is something that you might want to think about. Uh, that could be a part of it as well. I'm not saying it is, but that's also something that, that uh, could be in there. But does this start 
is this something we might see in the future? Is this something that high school students, you know, somebody from California commits to Ohio State, and next thing you know they're playing in Ohio for their final year of high school? You know, somebody from Texas commits to commits to uh, I'm trying to think of a USC that are playing in California. Uh, somebody from Florida commits to Michigan. They're up in Michigan playing their their final year of high school. Is this something that we might see in the future? Because if so, this is this is a dangerous precedent to set. I think it's happened before. I've be, you know, this clearly can't be the first time this has happened. I think it's one of the higher profile ones. But typically, when we see moves like this, it's someone going to like an IMG Academy mm-hmm. or a Montverde, where that's what they're there for. It's essentially a year of professional training, not just you know a really good athletic department you know high school so i think we've seen that aspect of it even i think to some degree we've seen that out in uh, like las vegas with bishop gorman out there i think tate martell transferred in at one point if i'm not mistaken for a similar sort of reason but i mean those are like you said they're different those are like training grounds proving grounds to get you to college you're not tra- you're not going from you know there was i don't remember is the uh, the lineman from Nebraska who went down to IMG ended up coming back to Nebraska because he you know got all that training and everything and, and, and proved that he was a, a power five uh, player and he came back to Nebraska. You're not going down to IMG because you want to go no. to Miami or Florida or Florida State. You're going down there because it is a football factory mm-hmm. and it's going to send you somewhere across the country to a Division one school. Right, which is where. I I think football is a little bit behind basketball, and for a good reason. I think high school football is by far the the safest place for high schoolers to to play. But for basketball, you know, you have the the overtime elite. Mm-hmm. You have the G League Ignite, even to some degree. Um, but that's you know, seventeen and eighteen year olds, maybe eighteen and nineteen year olds. Mm-hmm. Where yeah, there's a few guys that go you know for their last year of high school, get an extra year there, especially the overtime elite. Uh, where that one starts younger, whereas G League Ignite is just kind of the one-year stopover after you graduate high school. But outside of IMG, there's really not... That, well, in that fake school in, what, Ohio? Yeah. <laughs> I think they uh, played IMG at one point. Bishop something. Yeah. Not Bishop Gorman. No, we don't school. talk enough about that story anymore. Like, that, that came hilarious. and passed far too quickly. Those are like but, 24-year-olds who are playing against high schoolers and losing. Yeah. So poorly run. But there's not a lot of that for football. So... On the one hand, like again, the, the business side of me completely understands the rationale, um, and I can see the benefit of it. The altruistic part of me <laughs> says, why do we have to do this? Yeah, it, it could open up some weird can of worms um, if it does. And like you said, it's probably not the first time this has happened, but this is definitely the highest profile um, case that we've we've ever had where a kid is, is transferring high schools to be closer to his committed school. But... You look at the the collegiate ranks and transfers happen all the time, but it's it's for different it's I don't know it, it's for different reasons as opposed to in high school because if you're a highly ranked player in high school you're starting you're you're playing mm-hmm. on this team if you're a highly ranked player in college there are other highly ranked players around you sometimes you don't get to play or sometimes you know in a Jordy Ball's case you get homesick and you want to go home you know Dylan Ryle is leaving home for for a chance to well for the opportunity to be closer to his future home where he'll be for in a perfect world for him three years. And mm-hmm. then he'll move on to a professional venue and, and again, be away from home, establish a new home wherever he ends up getting drafted. So it's, it's just a strange situation. And I hope it doesn't open up this can of worms of high school players transferring to be closer to their committed schools. What this does though, 
is gives Nebraska a much better chance to land Dylan Raiola. Does it? Nebraska has signed multiple players from Buford High School. That is true. Including Malik Williams, who is no longer there. He's at Stephen F. Austin. But RB2, Gabe Irvin from Buford High. Is that what we're going to do? I'm not saying I'm just saying. He transferred to Buford. I'm not saying I'm just saying. He transferred to Buford for a better chance of going to Nebraska. Got it. Not saying, just saying. (laughs) Makes sense. Makes perfect sense. If you Uh, don't think about it, it makes sense. We kind of talked about this on the drive, but in an alternate world, where, where Dylan Raiola commits to Nebraska, what high school does he go to? Okay, what did the guys say? And what's your rationale? What's your logic? I have really, a couple guesses. We didn't really like say schools. We were just throwing schools' names out there. Um, <laughs> but in my head, so if you if you just want to keep it you know, kind of the same, 30, 45 minutes away, Omaha. He goes to the Metro. That's where he's going to play. The best school is Buford the best school in Georgia. I don't know. They're one of the more highly ranked schools in Georgia. So if you're looking at highly ranked schools, you've got Bellevue West with Danny Kalen. You've got not going there. West Side with one of the Rezaxes at quarterback. Um, Creighton Prep is a pretty pretty highly regarded school. They just had a tight end signed with Iowa, so it, you know he wouldn't lack athletes there. Mm-hmm. Um, Millard North. No, he's not running the triple option. They don't run the triple option anymore. I thought they did. No, nah, they did they just it. get rid of it? Yeah, no, they've been. They haven't run it for a while. They don't run really? it anymore. Yeah, no, I'm banned on the times. Uh, Millard South. I I came up with, I, I think two schools. I think would be the most likely Omaha North. He's got Tyson Terry guarding him. I got I got three schools for you. Okay, number one is Westside. I think it's a big enough school with enough success, and I don't think he's scared of a, a resack. Okay. I think he would walk in and be the starter. Number two, Gretna is kind of the it school right now. Mm. A little closer to Lincoln. Nebraska he's still growing. With Gretna quarterbacks. Well, no, they haven't. But again, <laughs> if he's already committed and then yeah, he goes yeah, yeah. there, I think there's enough talent there, enough pedigree. They've won pretty recently. I could see Gretna. Or he just says, screw it, I'm moving to Ainsworth. Play with Carter, Carter Nelson. Nelson season. And then you try and convince him to go to Nebraska. Yep. Dylan Raiola. He's a plant. Eight-man football. Enjoy your time in Ainsworth, Dylan. There you go. (laughs) You'll get a big time next year. Have fun. Yeah, that would would be something that he'd be willing to do. Sure, that'd go over really well. But if he was in Lincoln. It's east. Lincoln East? Maybe southwest, but east or southwest. Why east? Why just right away east? I just think that one makes the most sense. Just because process of elimination. Is he going to go to North Star? No. No. Is he going to go to southeast? Doesn't feel like it. No. Is he going to go to Lincoln High? Yes. I just don't see it. Um, he's got Donald DeFran. He's got a speedster on the outside. Maybe. And you're, you're in terms of talent, maybe. You're, you're a you're a what, twenty minute walk to the stadium? You're not gonna go to Northwest. No. I mean, if you wanna start a program, if you wanna have all the records. No, it's so the first year. Second year, first year. I don't think Nebraska would want him to go to Northwest in its current state. How many players transferred to Northwest? If he goes to Northwest. Oh, gosh. Is that all of them? Is all of them the answer? <laughs> all of the best The players. correct answer is Dylan Raiola should still commit to Nebraska and go to Lincoln Lutheran, but... That's not... Whatever. That's not... I'm just that's saying that's the go, correct was answer. Was he going to go to Lincoln Christian? No. <laughs> nah. Lincoln Pius? Sorry, Nick. Nope. Nick would, Nick would love that. Nope. He doesn't belong there. Would he go to Would he go to Bellevue West just to rub it in Danny's face? Just like, I took your, I took your college, now I'm taking your high school. I don't think Nebraska would recommend him to do that. Why not? Then he could get Isaiah McMorris and Davon Hall. 
that is entirely prioritizing the short term over the long term. <laughs> if this coaching staff wants to be here long term, you absolutely do not you send him go to, and do that to your second choice. You send him to Bellevue East. Oh, boy. <laughs> Imagine the fireworks. Oh, Imagine be, the fireworks. Well, that's already one of the bigger games of the year in, in the city of Bellevue. That's the biggest game of the year in the state. My gosh. <laughs> Crosstown rivalry. You're getting transfers to Bellevue East, so it's going oh, yeah. to build them up. Yeah. A few years ago, he might have gone to Burke. Yeah. No, he definitely would have gone to Burke a few years ago. Yeah. With uh, Watts and Hickman. School we haven't mentioned. Central. Central's on that list. There's a couple of athletes Especially even there. get AG to come back and play. There's a good... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Caleb. that's what I should ask Amon tonight. Is Would you have transferred from Omaha North to Omaha Central just to play with Dylan Rayola? Mm. Caleb Pyfram. Yep. Guarding you there. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I'm not saying, but I'm just saying. Would Dylan Rayola play baseball in high school, too? Because he was being recruited as a catcher. Would he still play baseball? Because then you, you might have to factor that into the equation. Would you let him play baseball? Why, again, okay, I would. Again, love Although, the multi-sport athletes. Love letting kids be kids. You do did say he things. was a catcher. I didn't know if he was a catcher or a pitcher. He's a catcher. I say if That's what pitcher, he's listed as. If he was a pitcher, no. I'm not taking that chance. A catcher, yeah, sure. I'd let him play. I did look up on Perfect Game just to see Nebraska baseball's recruiting targets. And uh, Dylan Rayola is listed on there. 6-3-2-10, catcher, right, right. Interests, Alabama, Nebraska, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Oregon, TCU, Texas, Vandy. Oh, so Georgia's not offering him for baseball? They are not. Nebraska's offering dual sport. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? No, nah, I'm just kidding. I it like worked it. out really well for Kyler Murray. No, we're good. Danny it worked Kalen's. out really well for Kyler Danny Murray. Danny Kalen's in the boat. We're good with it. We're fine with it. That's gonna, That's a ridiculous <laughs> segment that we just had. Uh, that's going to do it for the first segment here on the Happy Hour. You're listening to the Happy Hour on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. When we come back, we just hit on it. A little bit of baseball, some recruiting. Uh, Rob Childress. Already doing his thing. It's named an assistant and immediately gets, what, 25 recruits in the boat? <laughs> I don't know, something like that. But we're going to hit on a little bit of that when we come back to the happy hour. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.